Alright, we good. What the dog? I thought you said we had to talk about something. Or was that what you wanted to talk about? That was what I wanted to talk about. Oh, alright. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that one here. Alright, bet. No, 100%. What's up, dude? Last one of the year. Last one of the year. I know, right? Closing out. Right? Closing out. It's weird. Thank God. Whatever. Thank God this fucking year is over, bro. I'm so done with it. Dude. Alright, so I seen you posted about um snow the other day on Facebook. I'm finally glad that somebody agrees with me that snow is fucking atrocious once Fuck. you're not in school. Fuck snow. And, like, the worst part is, like... Now that, like, we've experienced this year, like, the way things have gone, like, I feel like in the future, kids just aren't going to have the option for a snow day anymore. Like, it's yep. just going to be, like, oh, it's, it's supposed to snow on Wednesday, so we're just going to plan a virtual day. Everyone make sure your shit's up to date, and then, like, even if it doesn't snow, you just, like, have a virtual day that day. Yeah. Shame. Dude, That's it's shame. fucking insane. How, how did you get hit down there? Like, did you have to shovel a lot, or? Uh, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty bad. Like, not like, I didn't, excuse me, I didn't go out at all the first day. Uh, right. It snowed what? What the hell is today? Friday, it snowed Wednesday, right? Wednesday yeah. evening. So, Wednesday evening and the Wednesday night, I just, like, didn't even leave my house. And then Thursday, I got up and um went outside, and it was, like, all ice. But yep. um went out, shoveled, got my mom's car out, went to the store, bought, like, um... The rock salt shit laid that down. Um, it wasn't too bad. I went. I ended up. I had to go somewhere that night, and the roads were like already clear. So, yeah, my barber came and gave me a haircut, and he lives right by you. He actually lives um by Sweet Lucy's right down there, and he said that the roads were fucking clear. I went out to Liberty Bell to pick up food last night, and it was pretty clear. Our like, if you would have driven down our street today, I mean, you know how it is. It's fucking terrible. It's, it's just all ice. Ice, yeah. Yeah, it's just the side streets, dude. Side streets, like, I was just at Rite Aid getting uh, gift cards. Yep. Like, the parking lot is fucking atrocious, bro. Pulling in, I was sliding all over the place. Um, But, I mean, like, you can't expect every road to be okay. At least the main roads are fine. Like, 95, Woodhaven, Street Road, like, all that stuff. Yep. Like, Somebody flipped on Woodhaven, though. I saw it on... um. Like, they had this town watch page for our neighborhood, and apparently somebody flipped over because it was, like, icy yesterday or some shit. Damn, that's... I was going to say lit, but it's not lit. That's that's fine. Right, like, it's ass. Yeah, so like, ass. Is everybody all right? Did somebody, like, get cooked? Dude, I have no clue. I don't... I didn't open it. I just looked at the headline. But it was from 6ABC, so I just assumed that it was reputable, which... Did you did you peep my snap about people, though, driving the other day? Did you see that shit? My rant? Yeah, what'd you put? Bro, I cannot stand. Okay, I want to try to explain this on on here and like make it so that people would be able to understand. But like, all right, if you're driving and you're like in the right lane, like about to make a right onto another street, okay, and then on that other street, somebody makes a left onto your street. So you with me so far? So like, you're on a road on the in the right lane at a light, about to make a right, right. The street that you're turning right on, someone is coming to make a left onto your street, and instead of coming out like into your into the middle of the road and then making the left, they like pull their wheel super early and make this like super sharp, oh, yeah, fucking dude. hard left turn. Dude, someone did it to me the other day, and I was I was on my way. I forget where I was going. I was on my way somewhere, and I was like, I'm gonna die. Like this dude is gonna hit me. <laughs> he came within like an inch of fucking hitting my car. Really? I was so tilted. Yeah, and it's like one of those moments where like. You're just in the car, and I'm debating on, like, 
freaking out and having like the worst road rage, but then I just made right. a fucking Snapchat post about it and moved on my life. But it's just so tilting, bro. But yeah, I mean, like for the most part, I just I can't I can't stand people like like even today, like I just went to Rite Aid, and I swear to God, like even if there's snow like on the fucking sidewalks, people like can't drive, like it right. just freaks them out. This dude was on the street that I was on in front of me, double parked, with his three ways on. So like I see him getting into his car, I like pull up right behind him. He gets in his car, moves like five feet, no turn signal, and starts to back into the parking spot that he was right next to. So I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like like backing into my car. So like I had to honk. Like I just I hate people. I really hate people. Anyway, that's are my they spots down there. Nah, it was nah. It's not really that bad. I mean, I didn't see somebody do that in a while, dude. Somebody made a post about it. I mean, we haven't had snow in a while. The other day. Someone made a post about it the other day. People definitely do do that shit though, and it's kind of tilting. I mean, I get it. Like, if you shoveled out the spot, but like, right. come on, bro. Like, it's fucking. Yeah, fucking yesterday, of course, I went out and shoveled on my break because I just wanted to get Melissa's car out because she went to her mom's today, and um, get my car so I could at least pull in and out of the driveway, like back in and out before I should yeah. like, turn to full, full ice. Yeah, yeah, and you're stuck, stuck. Yeah, that shit sucks. I'm doing it, and I know my car is not going to get out, but it's the first time I have a car with um, all-wheel drive, so I'm like, let me see how much like I have to do. Like, Let me see if I can run any of this shit over. Oh, did your car fucking, should be able to get out? Fucking old man across the street because it was stuck, and like I, I was like, dude, I know it was going to get stuck. I was literally just trying. He comes over. He starts helping me. You know how old old men are they're like you need to do this i'm like yeah i know i'm gonna come back out in two hours i'm only doing this on my break and he's sitting there and i'm shoveling then he's watching me and i'm like oh my god is he gonna help or is he just gonna sit here and watch me and then he eventually like dug me out so i was like all right thanks but it was just so weird like so (laughs) strange and then we got these fucking badass kids four doors down from us the one literally on halloween night was sitting in a car like in his dad's car with the keys in the ignition and in park, and he's just sitting there like hitting the gear shift. I'm like, if he knew to put his fucking foot on the brake to make that shit go, oh, dude, fucking R.I.P. Bro, he's running ah. down the street with his shovel, looking like Doodle Bob, yo. He's just yelling, <laughs> fuck. And I had my I mean, headphones point, in, point. And it didn't fucking work. I was so yo. irritated, dude. Dude, I hate, I hate, dude, I, on that topic, I hate dickhead ass kids, bro. There's nothing that tilts yeah. me more than just like. Cause like there's nothing you can do. Like a dickhead grown man, at least I can like say something. Yeah, like chump you to fuck up a little bit. Like a dickhead little kid. Like what am I supposed to do? Especially when their parents are there, bro. And depending on the parent, it can either make it better or worse. Like if you've got a parent that is just like that parent that's like my kid can do no wrong, and like their kid's just a dickhead. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing you can say or do. God, like I'm I'm lucky that that the majority of the kids that I teach anyway. I was getting ready to ask like, that. All their all their parents are super. They're very, for the uh, except for one, they're very like we get into the gym and like whatever I say kind of goes. Got it. I could like, I can. I, I mean, within reason, of course. Like, I'm not calling their kids fucking idiots like in right. their face and shit. But like, if they're doing something wrong, like, <clears throat> I'm allowed to like reprimand them and like, it, it's funny too because like, you'll see them like look at their parents sometimes and they're just like. Yeah. I can pay attention. Like, what are you right. doing? But, um, yeah, Did man, we, see? I, I hate okay. dickhead kids. I fucking hate dickhead. I pray Did that my kid see? isn't a dickhead. The, oh, he won't be. Because that, that's what I was going to say. Fucking, I feel like 
you could correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of the parents at your gym, like whose kids are doing it, they probably know the value of like discipline if they're putting their kid in fucking jujitsu. Yeah, for you know? sure. I mean, that's part of the reason why some of them do it. I, right. I mean, that's part of the reason anybody puts their kids in in any martial art at all. But uh, and we're not like super strict, dude. But like, God, dude, I'm not gonna drop names. But like, there's this one kid that like, yeah, definitely don't he, do that. He just fucking. Like, he, I, I don't know if he's trolling me or what, but, like, I'll be in the middle of, like, showing something, and he's just, like, laughing, and and he's, like, an older kid, he's, like, 10 or 11, he's, like, laughing and right. giggling, or, like, he'll, like, fart and just start cracking up, and, like, it's hilarious, and I'm, like, dude, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I'm gonna make you sit out of class, and he's just, like, what, I was just doing this at the other, and I'm, like, you're being a fucking dickhead, bro, like, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. I mean, like... It, oh, never mind. I, I gotta stop before I put, get myself in trouble. Yeah, don't get yourself worked up. But while we're on that, did you see the video of the fucking football coach that beat the kid on the sideline? No? What the fuck? Yeah, I'm, back, I'm, I'm sending it to you right now. Like, it the fine beat. He's now... <clears throat> no, dude, when you, when you see it, they played on fire in the kid with Brendan Schaub, and he's like, if that was my kid, I'm fucking destroying that yeah. coach. Like, it, like yeah. when you watch it, he... I don't, I don't understand why any parent didn't walk over and, like, eat the fucking kid up. And then they're I'm talking about Mike it, and him. they're like, dude, like, I don't, I don't fucking get it. Right? Bro! Like, wh- what the fuck is that? And the kid, like, as fucked up as it sounds, the kid has to not have a dad. Because even if you're the pussiest of dads, you have to do something in that situation. Bro, right? he's still going at him. What the fuck? Right? right? Dude, it's fucking insane. No shot. I'm busting someone's. Oh, my God. There's no shot. He just and the parents the aren't pressing head. charges. They're not pressing charges? No. Like, Bro, like, you know, my, um, one of my coaches that I train with, he has... Like this opinion on that, um, because we talk about like the kids' class all the time, because he'll occasionally teach it, and like it's 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 kind of difficult because it depends on the kid the way you want the classes to be, right? And I'm trying to explain this in the right way, but like like we like there are days where kids come in and they want to work super hard and they want to fucking be world champions one day, and then there's days like the other day I had a, a kid come in who's like really good. And nine days out of ten, like, he doesn't give me any problems. And, like, he just fucking flat out was just being a little dickhead the whole day. Like, and I asked him after class, and he was like, I just don't want to be here today. Like, blah, blah, blah. like my friends right. are playing Grand Theft Auto, and I don't want to be here. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like, whatever. You've been um, there, though. Yeah, I mean, I get it. But, like, there's a fine line because you have to know when to, like, push kids in class and when to, like, kind of give that little bit of slack so they don't, like grow up hating the sport and then right. fucking you know never want to come back and do it again. We talk about this all the time. And the coach that I'm talking about, he always brings up football because he's like, dude, every everyone he didn't play football. I think his brother did. He's like, every one of my brother's games that like I ever went to, it's always like all their dads fucking screaming at them on the sidelines thinking it's like the Eagles Super Bowl that they're playing yeah. in, and, and the coaches, like, they take it so seriously, and the kids can't, if they, they fuck up one thing, they're getting screamed at on the sidelines, and I'm like, he's like, these kids are like eight, nine years old, like, they're not like 17, 18, trying to play for a scholarship, like, they're just little kids, and I'm like, right, yeah, man, fuck football, I don't think I'll ever put my kid in football. Dude, it's in, so, um, Big C from our wedding, like, the, the ring bearer, he plays football for Foxtrot, yep. and, 
my parents went to his first game with like because they're my neighbors. Um, so fucking, okay. fucking shit. Where was I going with that? They said that like one of the kids was in the back of his dad's car trying to make weight to play. Like, in my opinion, that that shouldn't really be a thing for youth sports. How you know? old? How old was he? I don't know, but he was eighty pounds. He had to be like seventy five or some shit. He was like overweight for the. For the thing, and then when they said that, I'm like, all right, so he's definitely gonna play offensive line if he's already 80 pounds in fucking kindergarten or first grade, you know? But Wait, like, he's trying to make weight at fucking seven years old. Yeah, trying nah, to make weight to play for the team because they have they have like oh. weight ball and, and age ball, and yeah. I guess like that day he was heavy, but it's fucking insane, dude. Like it's so strange to me, and I feel like not necessarily the Bernard's team, but even when we play, I only play baseball with you guys one year, but like. The St. Matt's dads were all like that, like so fucking taking it serious. You yeah, know? dude, I never, I never understood it, dude. Honestly, like our coaches were too. I remember the one, like when we were in Bernard's, I played basketball, and I think fifth grade or sixth grade, I suck at basketball. Like I'm terrible at basketball. Right. But, um, like it's fucking like Catholic grade school basketball. Like what the fuck? Like who right. who gives a fuck? So we were in fifth grade, and I think they they moved us up to the varsity team. If I remember correctly, this is the year they moved me and me and like Bill Fuller up to the varsity team because they didn't have enough people or something. I forget, but like I I swear to God, you would think that you think it was a pro organization. I think I might have played like five <laughs> minutes the entire season because like I wasn't very good, and the coaches like every game were just like, oh, we like we have to win this game. Like I dude, I remember these huddles, like these fucking coaches screaming at people, like. And in the back of my mind, like, again, I'm a kid. I'm like, shit, dude, I don't even want to be on the court because, like, if I fuck up, this dude's going to pull me aside and scream at me. Like, what the fuck? Like, what the hell? So, I don't know, man. I just, I don't, it's it's these older dudes that are trying to, like, live vicariously through kids that fucking ruin it for everybody. It's crazy. That's exactly it. Like, I fucking hate the, and obviously, like, some people love their high school years. Like, I loved Franklin Town. I would hate to go back and, like, the guy who coaches Judge Basketball, who played for Judge Basketball, like, they, there's no way that they're going to be a good coach, in my opinion. Like, they're all just going to be fucking dickheads to, trying to relive their glory days through these Oh, for That's sure, cool. dude. Fucking for sure. Insane. I mean, but that just is, like, the... That's just, like, the culture behind those people, in my opinion. Right. Like, they're just... Like, that's one of the reasons that, like, I didn't even go to Judge, because it just, like, always... Rumi is like this fucking jockey, like it's like a boys club, dude. Yeah, like I just had no fucking interest, dude. I didn't even really like Ryan, like, but I mean, I feel like I had a way better experience than if I would have went to judge. I would have lost my fucking mind. Yeah, right. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I cannot, I can't deal with. Like, luckily, we don't have any parents that are like that in my, in my, in my class. Um, it just that's what that's how kids grow up hating either the sport or the thing that they're trying to do mm-hmm. or their parents for it. So, right now, if you put your kid in jujitsu, right. And say mm-hmm. like, obviously you're going to continue to do it. And their coach is telling them stuff that like is a bad habit or something like that. Like something that, you know, if they can t- if they were doing the competition, like people are going to eat them alive. Would you mm-hmm. then not like not speak up in front of a coach? Cause I feel like you and I are both very like the coach is going to coach, you know, if you have, something that you want to teach them you'll do it on your own time like, mm-hmm. would you step in or would you let them take their licks like learning 
You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean, like, step in how? Like, give me an example. Like, I would, de- so, like, like, if if I knew that they were doing something wrong, like, right. 100% wrong, I mean, I would let the class go through. Like, so, it's a really good question, because we have, we had a parent that came into, like, one of our classes, not one of our classes, he was coming into the classes with, with his kid, and he had wrestled before, and he was, like, a blue belt in, in jiu-jitsu, like, fucking 10 years ago. He had, like, a couple of MMA fights, and... Like, at the end of the class, when we were doing live rounds, like, he would always do that shit, dude. Like, he'd be, like, trying to coach his kid from the sideline. Okay. And, like, him and I had to have conversations, and, the like, the other coach as well, like, yo, like, if you want to take him home and train him and, you know, yell at him and, and do whatever, that's fine. But, like, if they're in here, if he's in here doing live rounds and it's during our class and one of us are coaching him, like, you have to just be quiet and let us right. do it because us and you yelling at him at the same time the kid's just getting fucking confused and like not for nothing but like we know a little bit better than you do so i mean um to answer your question the first thing is i'm as long as my body's able i'm never gonna stop doing you know what i'm doing so i'm hoping the goal is that at one point like i'll have my own school where i'll be teaching my own kid that'd be lit but Let's say, obviously, that doesn't pan out, and I have my kid in the class, and I'm there, and I see something that's wrong. I, that's the route that we're going. Um, well, one, I'd probably talk to the coach afterward and be like, are you fucking stupid? That's honestly probably the first thing. I probably wouldn't phrase it that way, but be like, hey, like, I've never seen that before. This is how I, I, I've trained before. This is how I do it, blah, blah, blah. But then when we got home, yeah, I would show the kid the right way. I'm not just going to let him get fucked up in a tournament because his coach is an idiot. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because that's, like, the whole thing with, um, I'm not sure, you don't really follow professional sports too much, but, like, you've heard Alonzo Ball and, like, LeVar Ball and all those. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ball brother. So that's that's the thing with him is that, like, they're all obviously super good at basketball, like, better than the <laughs> average person. Two of them went in top five in the NBA draft, but they all have these fucking retarded shots. Like, their jump shot, they bring it, like, across their body, and it works when you're playing against, no, no offense, like, little Schleps. white kids. Yeah, 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 and like little Asian kids in Chino Hills. But when you get to the NBA, you're not going to be able to do that, and that's been their biggest problem. And you got and like a six, seven fucking athlete just spiking the ball out of your hands, right? Yeah. And it and it's kind of like it worked for them because they're like freak athletes. So yeah. then, yeah. do you? Because me and Melissa talked about that. I was like, if I had a kid that wanted to play sports, like, and they wanted to do, say, basketball, and they liked it, I'm putting them in camps because I can't fucking help them. Yeah, you yeah, know? and like. Their dad basically just coached him, and he got him to the NBA. But now they have they're like lacking in skills because they don't have the fundamentals. Yeah, so, so they like, got they got to the NBA based on athletic ability and like not even athletic ability, dude. Just like they're they're very smart with the sport. Like they're yeah, not dedication athletic. dedication to the sport. Yeah. That's where I was gonna go with it. But like, yeah, man, um, I totally one hundred percent agree. I mean, if it's not, it, and that's something that. I think a lot of people can do good to, like, just realize and understand, like, you don't fucking know everything. And it's really big in combat sports, dude. Like, oh, my... Like, we we tell the parents all the time, um... Like, and I'm gonna bluntly say it, but we obviously say it nicer. Like, in, in no... In no in, in a fewer words, we say, like, we know what they're supposed to do. Like, we know better. Like, especially in tournaments, when they're going when they're in in their matches please like shut the fuck up because like we like you yelling like we get so like we had an not an issue but like 
the first tournament we ever went to, that was kind of like a thing where like the parents, we were in the, me and the other coach were in the coach's chair, like trying to help the kids. And behind us, the parents were literally just like screaming at the top of their lungs. Like, and I get it. Like your kids in a competition, they're competing. It's exciting. You want to show support, but like that, like telling your kids to just quote unquote, just go, go, go is not fucking helpful at all. Like you need those people in your life that depending on what you're doing, like if I'm like, I'm trying to think of an example, like even, even just with what I do now, like if it like my coach is a, a really good world championship caliber Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner. But if I wanted to be a pro MMA fighter, like I could go to him for some advice. Yeah. But like, I'm going to have to go to someone who's like entire life is based around MMA training as a whole, like a coach that like bases that entire. So like you have to know what you're an expert in and what you actually know what you're talking about and what you don't. And Again, I feel like when it's your kid, it's a little bit different because you want to be there to help and you want to you want to be able to encourage and, and teach them things. But if you don't fucking know, it's more important for you to realize that you don't know and get them to somebody that can help them because then they're just going to go so much further. So, um, yeah, man, that's why I ran on that. All right. So while we're on coaching, uh, we can I guess we can start to recap the fights from last weekend. Start with Tony. Obviously, like it's going around that he hasn't. He didn't have to start usual... with Tony, bro. Let's just go up and down the card. Hold well, on. No, I'm I'm saying because like his his coaches were one of one of the big um like talking points. The fact that Eddie Bravo wasn't in his corner for this fight, and yeah, everybody but... was making a big deal about it when he's just not traveling because of COVID. But I think that was probably the biggest storyline on the card, in my opinion. Is like but like fall this year. Even with that. Eddie Bravo openly said that when he was in his last fight, he was, like, in over his fucking head. So, like, you want somebody in your corner that openly said they were in over your head? I mean, like, granted, in this fight, he would have been a lot more useful because they spent a lot of time on the ground, I think. Yep. But even with that being said, we were literally just talking about this, which is a really good segue, is Eddie Bravo is a great Brazilian jiu-jitsu coach. MMA-style grappling and Brazilian jiu-jitsu, sport jiu-jitsu are totally fucking different. So, not saying that he wouldn't be helpful, but is Eddie Bravo his only grappling coach? There's no way. Like, there's no fucking way. He has to have, like, an MMA-style grappling coach. He has a rest. Well, I'm sorry. He doesn't have coaches. He has training partners. Whatever. Um, yeah. That, that's what he said. Somebody said that um somebody was his coach. And he's like, no, that's my training partner. But he has a wrestling coach. He doesn't that's have, like, a... That's a poor attitude to have. Dude, it's so, like... Obviously, it, and this is what's come up to, like, all this crazy shit he was doing, like, the fucking going to bounce you for cardio and, like, <laughs> kicking kicking poles and shit. It looks really good when you're on a 12-fight win streak in the hardest division. But like, Yeah, but now it's like, now you're getting fucking What the cooked. fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah. So Dude, he, he, got, he got massacred, bro. That was, it was bad. What's your thoughts on that fight? Um, t- like, just outclassed, dude. Honestly, just completely outclassed. Uh, after his last fight, that's why I bet against him. That was like the main reason I bet against him is like, well, he's coming. He's not only coming off a loss, but he's coming off a loss where like a beating. he took a beating. Like, and we've seen fighters come back from fights like that and be like revitalized and like super fucking amped up and like have like the fight of their career, the fight of their life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've had guys come back. And look the way he did, where he just looked like a shell of his old self, where he's just literally getting fucking cooked. 
So I don't know if he was in his own head or what. I mean, blaming the fact that Eddie Bravo, I, I, in my opinion, it didn't matter who was in his fucking corner. Like that fight would have went the same way. Um, Olivier was just all like all over him. Um, yep. I think. I mean, you just mentioned it. That motherfucker is saying, I don't have coaches, I have training partners. I think he's too big for his own britches right now. I think he just thinks he's the shit still. And, like, you just got cooked two fights in a row, dude. You got to figure out what the fuck you're doing wrong. He hasn't hasn't won a round in eight rounds, you know? Yeah. It's the same argument that people are using. And, obviously, I think that even without a belt, and this might be controversial, I think even without an undisputed title – Tony Ferguson was a better fighter than Tyron Woodley, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. 100%. But it's it's the same thing that people point to when it comes to, like, why they're saying Tyron's washed. And I don't think Tony's washed. I feel, I still think he's a good fighter. Maybe he's, like, maybe him not fighting Khabib was the best thing for him after Dude, seeing what Oliveira did to him. I was just going to say that. After saying what the fuck he just did to him, I think Khabib would have just... Oh, my God. It would have been so bad. It would have been right. so bad. Right, dude? But, like... Everybody said Woodley has hasn't won a round of fifteen rounds. We could say the same thing for for Ferguson at this point. And obviously, I think that Ferguson's always he's always going to be one win away because of that streak. In my opinion, if he goes out and beats a, a highly touted guy, or depends like, on how he beats him. In my opinion, right. if he has if he has like a, a round a, a decision win split decision yeah. with somebody it'll be like okay like we still don't know but if he goes out after this last fight and like cooks a top five guy he's right back in the conversation 100 percent. and like one of the things they brought up is now i think could be when he beat justin beat tony's record of thir- he had 13 wins in a row in the ufc like obviously he's 29 no but in the ufc he has 13 wins yeah khabib was never really touched during Tony's run, he was getting fucked up. Like, he was fucking people up, but he was getting fucked up as well. So now they're, like, I think that's a good point that we didn't think well, about before. The Justin fight and this one is, like, maybe a lot of that damage is catching up to him, you know? Well, this dumbass literally said, and I couldn't believe this, he literally said he's like, hasn't done sparring for any fights when he, they were talking about, I think when it was his press conference for the Gaethje fight? Yeah. Yeah. He literally said he hasn't done sparring for, like, any UFC fight. Like, how the fuck are you not sparring? I mean, like, so Cowboy John Jones... doesn't spar. Who? Cowboy. That's different, though. Like, he's older. Um, He, like, it's to the point in his career where, like, he shouldn't be spar. He doesn't spar at all. He hasn't, he hasn't sparred since when he fought RDA for the belt. So back... Before he went up to 170. Okay, I mean it's still different. Like when you're older like that, your recovery is not the same. Like you can't really take shots in sparring the way you do, and right. then like still be okay to fight. Like Tony's still a young guy. Like sparring, yeah, really? Is... Dude, he's 37. Wow. I think he may be older in Cowboy. Okay, but neither here nor there. This motherfucker has said he hasn't been sparring at all. Like. Right. You're not getting so we're we're talking about like him taking damage in fights because he has. It's because this motherfucker isn't practicing like actually having punches thrown in them at all. Like what yep. the hell? Ah, that makes no sense to me at all. I I will never understand that. Yeah, I don't spar for my fights. Like John Jones says the same thing, and that motherfucker is uh, like elite, or at least he was. I don't know. Um, Somebody else just said they don't spar either. I'm trying to think. It was like a a pretty high level guy. Um. Fuck, who the hell was it? I forget. 
I forget, but a lot of guys are starting to not to not spar as, as much. And I don't know. We're gonna have to see see the benefits of it because all the guys who said it have not done very well. You know, yeah, like dude. John, John Jones says it, but I I truly think that John Jones was playing with his food with that Reyes and Santos fight. Like I think he I think he lost this the Reyes one, but I think that he's just bored at two oh five. Um, I don't know, man. It's either that or like it's just catching up to him a little bit. Maybe. Maybe I don't I don't know because like yeah John jo- so John Jones could get away with not sparring and this is my opinion on the topic obviously it's not fact but because that motherfucker has the longest reach in the entire UFC so like as long as he uses his reach the right way like he could literally not get touched like right. as long as he just doesn't let somebody so like if he just practices not and that's what he's so good at which is not letting people get on the inside and tag him up which is why the toughest fights he's ever had like Gustafson and uh reyes similar size and similar size and in those fights like you saw a lot of like dirty boxing like they were just inside inside his range just fucking throwing these like weird punches he wasn't staying on the outside and his like crazy career fights you always see him on the outside like against dc throwing these at full range punches like if he gets him up against the cage and like somehow he breaks off like he's all the way back at range um, so he could get away with that shit. When you're fucking Tony Ferguson, and there's guys that are the same size as you in the division, and like, sorry to tell you, you're not as skilled and striking as John Jones, not even close. Right. Like, you can't just not spar. Like, you have to have the practice of people getting inside, throwing punches at you, and covering up, parrying, and slipping, and getting out and getting back at range. I don't know. Just my personal yeah. opinion. I just I think that if Tony would have gotten any of the fights that. He was kind of rumored in, other than Khabib one. Like, I think Khabib mauls him. I think that during the time when he was supposed to fight, when he was offered the Max Holloway fight, like when Max fought Dustin, it was supposed to be Max. Max would fuck Max him up, Max would have killed him. Max, Max would have fucked him. him up. I think Connor trashes him, too. Honestly. I know he's calling out Connor at one point. And Connor beats yeah. him. Yeah. I, th- I think I think Connor beats him if it stays on the feet. I and I'm coming more around to Connor's ground game too. I think we're gonna see it in the point. Not bad, fight. dude. It's not yeah. bad. So I'm 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 kinda especially after seeing how everybody else looked against Khabib. You know? Like that's that's starting to show it to me. And I think that like dude, it's I, not don't, just, I don't know. It's not just dude, he's that. so hungry right now. I think that he's actually in the gym working. So I, I hope we see Apparently apparently according to his coach, his coach keeps saying that he's fucking busting his ass. Right. Um dude. that motherfucker, dude, like I know you don't know a lot of the, if any at all, um, the like technical aspects of a like, grappling and what you're supposed to do versus not, um, like when you're in scrambles and when you're in certain situations like against the cage and shit. He does so much right that like he just doesn't get, like the little things that like make the difference and just doesn't get credit for it. It drives me insane. Dude, is and it's honestly just because like. I think it's because he's such an elite striker. Honestly, people just that, that's that's what I was looking for because I think if he said like when he fought Chad Mendez, he said he'll butcher him anywhere. So I like that, but he always just says I'm going to knock you out. Like he never really talks about his ground game, and I think he's using it as like something in his back pocket. Eventually, he's going to start taking motherfuckers down. Imagine if he start yeah right. Imagine if he just starts subbing people, dude. Fucking lord. Dude, that speaking speaking of jujitsu, and then I want to get into the rest of the card. Would you did you see Izzy get his um? I want to say his purple belt. Yeah, he got his purple belt from Andre Galvo. Dude, like that motherfucker loves loves wasn't he, the sport. Wasn't he just a white belt like yesterday? I don't know. 
I don't know, I, but he. I, I thought he made a joke in one of his fights about he was going to choke somebody out as a white belt. I could be wrong though. Oh, he said he said that about Paulo Costa, Paulo Costa because he said that he was a black belt and he said that he's going to get his black belt taken by a white belt. Right, and that was just a fight ago. That was what? Two I think months? it was trolling. But he actually was a white belt. Do we know that? Is that confirmed? I mean, yeah. So this motherfucker went from white to blue to purple in under a year. I mean, thinking face. I mean, it's Andre Galvo, who, like, I don't know if you know who that is. Apparently, um, he's, like, super high level. Yeah, he's... But he's, he's also, from what they were, from what I've read, he's, like, where in San Diego a lot of the stars go, too. Like, he has a, a high celebrity clientele as well. Yeah, he does, but he's also, like... <clears throat> Respected. Um, not not just respect it. Okay, so he just he won ADCC last year, which is like the Nogi Grappling like World yeah. Championship, which is like the Super Bowl. Um, and then uh, I'm so I think he fought in the celebrity match. So like he had won the year before, and then the next year they put like the champion of the year before against the current champion together in a match. And he's okay. he's uh who the fuck did he fight? Um, Pena. He fought Pena and he fucking smoked him. Um, so he's he's supposed to fight Gordon Ryan this year. Anyway, neither here nor there. Um, he's also I'm pretty sure he's a Giroir champion too. Uh, almost positive. But his students are fucking like taking over. Like he's got these um these two students, the Rotolio brothers. They're just okay. they're purple belts and they're just smoking like world class black belts around the world. Like just absolutely fucking really? destroying them. Yeah. So like he's he's like as legit as legit comes for sure, but okay. at the same time, like you went from white to purple belt in like eight months. Like Dude, I don't think you, I don't think he was a white belt back then. Uh, we could probably Google it. Fuck, he may I don't know how to. Been, I, mean, I don't know how to fucking spell his name. But, but I could honestly see that because he doesn't have to train striking ever. He's already coming into UFC. Probably the most elite striker that 185's ever seen. So he- I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, we've also seen people get black belts that never even got promoted to blue or purple or purple right. or brown. Like right. they just get handed their fucking black belt after a fight, which I totally, totally disagree with from a traditional standpoint. But I mean, that's just like that, that- we we've <laughs> seen people get them in the octagon just because they submitted someone who's like. A legit black belt, like somebody submits Damian Maya, they immediately get there. It's when yeah, which I realist, com- like completely disagree train, with. But like anybody could get caught, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, I mean, yes, yes, yeah. Like, but like MMA. Okay, God, I don't know how to say this without sounding like a fucking schmuck. Um, Hold on, let me just ask you a question and see if the- so. If you submit it like a Damian Maya, do you think you sh- you should deserve a black belt? Fuck no. I, okay. I've I've submitted like really good black belts. Like it just right. like it can happen. Like Got it. you like not that you, like you get luckier or something, but like sometimes you're just a step ahead at the right moment for the right second, and it's like okay. And especially when you're adding strikes into it, it like just it opens up a whole different world. Um, no, dude, it, the belt system isn't just like skill based. I mean, it's a big part of it, but it's about consistency and dedication and other things to the sport. But, like, the main thing is just consistency. Like, if me and Damian Maya had a thousand rounds and I submitted him once, but he crushed me 999, do I deserve a fucking black belt? No. 
Like, absolutely not. So, like, you went out there and you submitted a guy in an MMA fight one time, but if you guys put the gi on and had 800 grappling matches, you're getting destroyed, like, not even close 800 times. Like, no, I don't think you deserve a black belt. That's incorrect. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, I just, I really, I really believe in the traditional system, dude, like, where, like, I started my grappling training in no gi. We didn't even wear belts. And then we started wearing belts in no gi, which makes absolutely no sense. And then I met my, current coach who he's got his his black belt from the gracies so like he's pretty traditional Mm -hmm. um and we wear like we always wear the belt uh he's very strict on promotions and that's just like the way it should be like i've had my purple belt now for three years and you're technically supposed to get your brown belt after two and i'm not even i only have two stripes in my purple belt which means i need two more stripes and then my brown belt so i don't know all right. Well, hopefully that that's one of your 2021 goals, I would assume. assume uh, I mean, know. yeah, it's really hard right now because he's not even I mean, the gym's closed because of everything that's going on. And uh I mean, even if we were open, he has um two little girls and one of them is immunocompromised, so like him and his wife are like like the 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 little the one little girl is um she was a preemie. Um right. So they're taking like absolutely no chances. Like I'm pretty sure they haven't left their house. Understandable. Yeah, hundred percent. So I mean, they're waiting for the vaccine, which apparently is supposed to be coming like to the public eye soon. Yeah. All right. So let's go there. Let's go there because you have lockdown 2.0 and vaccine. Are you taking the vaccine? No. Same. Yeah, Um, absolutely not. Maybe people I know already have it, and it's like have the vaccine. uh, Yeah, because they work in hospitals. Really? Yeah, and and they're like, and obviously they're getting overrun again. Like in California, there's literally no ICU beds at their five major hospitals. Yeah, I did because, hear that because <laughs> of COVID. But like, they're shaming people for not wanting to get the vaccine. I'm like, motherfucker, I don't get the flu vaccine, and nobody shames me. Like, yeah, just, exactly, exactly. That, it, it's just not enough research on it, and I'm pro- I'm never going to get it because they said that like. People who have Jillian Barre should not get that um, because they don't know side effects or whatever. But it's just too fucking early, you know, for me to get it. If you want to get it, like get it. But why? Why would you not get it? Same thing. Um, I. So, a couple different reasons. The first reason is I had a fucking. I, I've never gotten a flu shot. I've got. I got the flu shot one time. And that year I got the flu and I was in my bed with 104 degree fever for a week. So I don't know exactly how vaccines work. I'm not a fucking expert. I'm pretty sure I could be wrong. Like they basically inject you with like a very weak live version of the virus so that your um, like body builds up the antibodies to attack it. And then if it ever like gets in your system again, your body already has the antibodies. So like you're good to go. Right. So my whole thing is, again, I'm not an expert, but like if I got injected with the flu, the flu shot and then I got the flu literally like two days later, why the fuck would I inject myself with another? Like, I don't know. I don't know. No, I mean, I know I that, that I know that's poor logic because I mean, the measles shot is like perfect, but like the measles isn't a virus. That's a disease. Viruses, right. virus strands are always changing. Yep. So like you could get the, like they could be giving people this fucking vaccine and 
Corona like mutates and it doesn't do shit, and then we all like are going about our lives and everyone's getting uh, COVID again. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I just think I'm kind of on the same basis as you, where I think it's just like too early. Like, oh, like we we don't know. This entire time we've heard we don't know anything about this virus and wear a mask and stay inside because like we're ninety nine percent sure that you're gonna die and then like it went like whatever blah 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 but then all of a sudden like you fuckers figured out a vaccine like right thinking face I don't I just I don't I don't trust it I don't trust yeah, it I don't trust I don't trust it either I'm not going as far left as people saying like they want you to get the vaccine so they can put a fucking like microchip in you now that's stupid because I, mean, I I think that. If if people want to track us, that's exactly what I was gonna say. A fucking cell phone. Dude. Yeah, they got. They're listening right now to me. Like a hundred percent, somebody's listening. Right, but like, I don't know. It's just it's just too soon. And the pe- the way that they're prioritizing it, like I think that healthcare workers should definitely get it. But then like that they're putting high risk people where they haven't tested and have all the side effects. Like if if your coach's kids were to get it, like they don't know what the side effects of that could be right now because. They haven't done enough research on it. Like, I'm pretty sure yeah. they're just trying to do research on what's going to affect the general public, like a yeah. general healthy person. So yeah. it's just it's just too much. Like, my mom's not going to get it. Um, my dad doesn't – like, he's the same way as you. He got the flu shot and got the flu right afterwards. Yeah. Um, Melissa gets the flu shot every year. They have to get it at her school um, unless it's, like, a religious belief, I, I think which is something else they're not factoring in. Like they're saying that they're going to mandate that you get a fucking COVID shot, but like some religions don't believe in vaccines. We have know? motherfuckers out here not getting the measles shot because they're anti-vax and they're going to mandate a fucking COVID shot. Like, get the fuck out of bro, here, bro. We got people out here not wearing condoms and they want people <laughs> to get a fucking shot that's, suppo- that's that supposed es- to maybe save your life. Like, <laughs> that, escalated, that escalated quickly, but all right. I, I don't know, bro. I am so not – I'm just not for it, man. I don't I don't agree with – I mean, like, if you feel like you need to get it to feel safe in your, in your life, by all means, do what the fuck you think is right. But I couldn't agree more with what you just said. I feel like they just – like, the biggest concern right now with this virus is people that are – like, your mom, um, like, my coach's kid, like, these immunocompromised people that, like – we're worried about and they're they made a vaccine for the general population right that like I, again i'm not an expert so i don't know how they tested it like I, did they test this shit on immunocompromised people to make sure like they weren't gonna die like i don't i don't know dude but i feel like most people that are like that are probably too scared to get it right now because of one how fast they made it two how fast they're like pushing it which like just seems kind of fishy yeah. um and, and and like you just don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be like oh, I'm not getting it until I see a bunch of other people get it. And because everyone is saying that, no one's gonna want to get it. So it's gonna I don't know. It's gonna be this big thing. So that do you ever like read or listen to Charlemagne the God? He's like he's a radio personality. You have probably seen him. He looks like he has bleached skin, but he's a black guy. Let's Google. So basically, Charlemagne, Charlemagne the God, which the is God. super um super. I don't even know what the word is. Just like I have never seen this dude a day in my life. Okay, so basically, I th- I believe Biden, Clinton, and Obama said they would take the the vaccine to show that so you can document how they're dealing with it or whatever. <clears throat> okay, they'll be one of the first ones. And Charlemagne, I was dying because he fucking he said, "All right, like y'all could take that, but how do I know that they're gonna inject me with the same shit they injected y'all with?" Ain't like, that the truth, bro? Dude, ain't that the fucking truth? Nobody <laughs> talks to. 
like you could get a completely different fucking shot than everybody else and no one would know literally no one would know bro did you see the fucking video of the guy that got an empty shot no bro that shit has me dying i gotta find it and send it to you it's either a meme or a tiktok um but they're like the the first the very first one was like to this old 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 lady that was Mm -hmm. like on the news apparently um, they did one the other day where it's this guy sitting in the chair and you see the doctor like pull the syringe out and they zoom in on it and the syringe is like all the way closed. Like it, there's nothing even in there and he sticks the guy in the arm and like pretends to push it and then pulls it out and everyone's like, yeah, but they're like, this motherfucker got injected with nothing. Like, oh, they didn't I even did see that. I did see that. Fucking insane, dude. Uh, it's so insane. I don't know, I'm so worried there's like an agenda behind the whole thing. I know that's like that's super like Eddie Bravo, like conspiracy yeah, theory type cool. shit. But like it's you just gotta it, be like that with it, this. It's it's at this point. It's at that point, man, where it's been a year. Yeah, it's been a year and shit is just fucking Exactly. I don't I don't I don't trust shit. I don't trust shit. Trust nobody. Alright, so lockdown round two. How's how's your lockdown round two going? Bro, I'm so proud of these motherfuckers that are like not only not closing their businesses, but they're, like, so open about it. They're, like, posting on Facebook and shit and, like, sharing yeah. shit. Like, the Knack did it. They are like, we're mm-hmm. just, like, basically gave a huge fuck you to the governor and was like, no, our customers want to come in. Our people want to come in and work out. Like, go fuck yourself. We're not shutting right. down. Um, right. Totally agree with that. Totally, totally, totally agree with that. I was talking to somebody the other day about this, and... It might have been you, actually. And I just, I can't, I, I continue to stand by the topic or the, the belief that if you want to stay inside and not go somewhere, do it. If you want to uh, yeah, go, we were talking about that. If you want to go out and fucking risk potentially getting the virus, you know, depending on how you want to do it, might be dumb of you, but like, it's your fucking life. Like, right. you know, if you get it, that's on you. Um, I mean, yeah, I do... we were talking about it when it came to crunch. Oh, yeah, right. That is how it came up. Um, yeah, man, uh, lockdown sucks, dude. I fucking hate being inside. I just want to go to a restaurant and sit down and have a meal. Um, Christmas is here next week, and I'm still seeing posts about don't have more than 10 people in your house yeah, and, and wear that. a mask. And, like, I, I can't just help but think, who the fuck are you to tell me who I can and can't have in my house? Like... If I want to have 300 people come into my house and lay on top of each other, who the fuck are you to tell me that I can't do it? I mean, uh, I agree. I agree with that. And even when we we're t- so, I I wound up being able. Me and Melissa froze our accounts at Crunch. I was t- we were talking about that the other day. Yep. And yep, yep. for the exact reason that you like, um, you just said that we should be able to go. Like, we don't have to patronize a business just because it's open. If we if we don't want to necessarily, and yeah, obviously, exactly. like it's out now on social media. So Melissa's pregnant. So right, right, right. Congrats! I'm shout trying, out! Shout out! Thanks, doll. So I'm trying to. Well, we're trying to not be stupid about it. Like once, basically, the only reason we're, why we're not going to the gym right now is because I definitely we both support them being open. Like the government should not be able to tell you to shut down, mm-hmm. especially when like. If it's actually supposed to not affect people who are in shape the most, like, why would you take that away? But then, like, if you're going to, if it just needs to be consistent, like, if that's going to be closed, then I think that they should close fucking McDonald's, you know, like, don't let people go somewhere like that, which everybody's been saying. 
But the only reason why I didn't want to go to Crunch is so Crunch is staying open. All of them, Fairless Hills, Ben Salem, Huntington Valley, they're all staying open, but Planet Fitnesses are closed. So everybody who goes to a Planet Fitness around here yeah, is going to get a Crunch course. membership now. Yep. It's it's going to be super fucking packed, and it's already packed in there, and people don't care about masks. My barber goes to the same gym as me. He says they're cracking down, so I'm like, even if gyms stay closed, like, past January 4th, I'm probably going to unfreeze mine and go, because, like, you can't be... I'm not afraid of... And that sounds super, like, fucking arrogant, so I'm going to knock on wood. Like, I'm not afraid of the virus. I'm just not going to be stupid and put... Yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, and that's, you know, that's genuine... I, mean, I feel like we're pretty... Um, we're way closer than we were in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, uh, like one of my friends had it who was a nurse, and we were supposed to like. This was forever ago before I right. before I had it. Like when it was still like fairly new. Blah blah blah. Um, and he got it, and his girlfriend got it too. And I forget what UFC we were supposed to watch together, but we were supposed to uh like go to his house and like it went through his whole family, and they all quarantined and blah 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 blah. Right. So, uh, they all they had to go back and get tested again to go back to work because they're in the medical field, right? Um, he tested negative. Her symptoms were gone, but she still tested positive. And again, this was back when like it was still really fucking new and like we didn't know mm -hmm. anything. And even now, if that was the case, I'd still be like, you know, I, I'm not gonna go over there. But right, I mean, he was like, yeah, you you can still come over. Like you can wear a mask if you want. We're just gonna hang out and watch the the event. And I was like, fuck no, dude, I'm not gonna come right. over. Like. I'm not trying to be an asshole, but like, you know, even we if don't you, know enough. even if you all tested negative, I would still be like pretty weary about coming over. Like it was just in your house. So, like, like when I had it, I know I've said this already before. When I had it, um, my uh owner of my gym asked me to get a negative test to make sure that I was good to come back because um, you know, we have some older people that train at the gym, mm -hmm. and I teach a kids class. So I was like, all right, yeah, for sure, no doubt. Um, I tested negative and still waited another week because I was like, I just want to be like 100% positive that like I didn't get a false negative and like right. that I'm good to like not spread this shit. Um, so yeah, and I've been I, I've been saying that very vocally like on my Facebook post too. Like I'm very vocal about the fact that I think businesses should stay open and I always am adamant about putting like be safe but just like don't shut your business down and that just goes it goes in with like make like if there, if you have a bunch of people in, like make them wear masks, like make yeah. them be six feet apart, like like follow those guidelines. Like it, like I, I know it's annoying, but like if that's what we have to do to fucking stay open, like do, now if you're a gym like ours and like you can't fucking, you know, not stay six feet apart, then like figure figure out a way to make things work. Maybe reduce class sizes or do whatever you got to do, but like right. figure it the fuck out. <clears throat> And that, that was my whole thing with Crunch, and I got my hair cut yesterday, and I'm glad that he said that they're, like, super cracking down on it because when there were no restrictions, literally there would be 120 people in the gym, say. Yeah, that's a lot. Man, I don't know how big the gym is because uh, I've never been there, but. But me and Melissa are the only two with masks on. Like, nobody else was wearing them. Either they had it at their, their chin where it's not covering or they just didn't have one on at all. Yeah. It's good that, like, now that they're operating – with this, like, high, I would, I would say, like, a higher sense of urgency because they're, like, because they're just open now when, when the restrictions say you shouldn't, which is good because they're not going to be, like, told by the government, but they're cracking down and not just being as ignorant <laughs> as they were. Like, they're like, okay, if we're going to stay open, like, we have to actually crack down on this type of shit, which is good. Yeah, I mean, 
again, man, I think we just need to find a fine line between, you know, people being safe and people just being arrogant about what's going on. Like, like I said, like I said, man, I haven't really talked about it much on the podcast, but I had it. That shit sucked. Um, it was not fun. Like I went to the hospital, uh, freaked me the fuck out and I'm young and I'm healthy. So if it affected me that way, like, and I'm fine now, like whatever, like my family's fine. I went through my family. Like we're all good. Thank God. But like, if someone did get sick and like, God forbid the worst happened, like I would feel terrible because I was the first one to get it. So, and I really wasn't thinking that way until I got it. And then like, yeah. My mom got it, and my sister got it, and I was like, oh, fuck, like, if something bad happens, like, I'm going to feel like a piece of shit. So, like, you just have to think about it that way. Right. And I think that, like, when this first start, well, I think that I'm coming more along to your side of thinking, like, keep the business open, because we shut everything down the first time, and the shit's still here. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, there's no need to, and I feel like they're trying to lock it down exactly the same as it was before. That's fucking retarded. Like, you did that nothing changed it came back a lot of it's coming back and i'm putting it in quotes worse because like i just think that more people know what to do now like they'll go get a test i know people who are going to get tests just like preemptively when they have a sore throat or whatever but we're definitely closer aligned in thinking than we were before and i think that it's me realizing that and like when you got it you started to see like like you switched your opinion a little bit. So I think yeah. that that's what everybody needs to just kind of do is just not be naive, but also not be fucking scared. Yeah. So perception's everything, right, man? Um, and at first I was just so like, who gives a fuck about it? But I mean, that's just, that's not the right way of thinking. I definitely still think we're handling it poorly as a, as a, as a country, as a society. But like, I mean, I'm just one person. What the fuck am I going to so, um, but I do take it not a lot more seriously, but I'm a lot more like open to people that are like, I'm staying inside. And, like, I'm not going anywhere. Like, okay, dude, like if that's what you have to do to make yourself feel safe, like I understand, like I get it. Like, especially right. if, you, if you know someone that got it and they passed away, <clears throat> I totally, totally get it. But on the opposite side of the same coin, if someone's like, I want to go to the fucking gym and work out or do whatever the fuck I want to do. It's like, you deserve to have that right and do what you want to do. So, like, I agree with you, too. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I definitely get that. And hopefully the, the one thing that's crazy to me, and this is where we could kind of segue away from COVID a little bit, is I think in my heart of hearts, if it was an election year, if it wasn't an election year, I think that no matter who the president was, the incumbent who was going to rerun, they would have been more aggressive in trying to get out of it. Like, I think that, like, yes, Trump was in there and he had to handle it a certain way. I think that if Biden was in there, he would have handled it the same fucking, like, kind of conservative type of way. Not, And I'm not saying conservative as in, like, liberal or conservative. I'm saying, no, like, yeah, I got not, it. Not being as aggressive with it. If yeah. it happened next year, I think that it would have been handled way better instead of trying to appease both sides yeah i mean people get annoyed when i say that it's political because they think that even they think it's not yeah they think that i mean it's all political like oh it was like a scandal type thing and like it wasn't like covid is 100 percent real and like you can get sick and god forbid like you have a bad response to it like you can die um but the government 100 percent used it as like a a tool to manipulate uh, words manipulate people <laughs> 
to vote one way or the other, like one thousand percent. I mean, and it's a shame. It's what it was literally. That's what Melissa said when she because she and I both didn't watch the whole debate. Like there were some people who watched it. Like I watch a fucking Eagles game, mm-hmm. and we were both like, "What would they talk about if it wasn't <clears throat> black people getting shot or COVID?" Like at no point because yeah, they were talking about the economy a little bit, but they were saying, "How are you gonna help me bounce back from COVID?" Yeah, like, for like a second, like that's it. Yeah, um, and that's just because that's first of <clears throat> what what you're talking about the presidential debate, right? Not the vice presidential one. So the vice presidential one, like, and Melissa's a hardcore Democrat, um, like, generally believes a lot of what they. I could care less on both sides. Like, if I if you're a Republican and I like what you say, I'll I will vote for you. If you're a Democrat, I just tend to lean in the two elections that I voted in. Democrat, I guess you could say. And she watched it, and she was like, "I can't keep watching it. This Kamala Harris is such a fucking bitch." Yeah, and you dude, know, I, like she's yeah. pretty nice. Like, I, w- I would say Melissa's nice. She doesn't call yeah, she, a lot of people bitches. No, nah, she's so a nice. She person. didn't want to watch it, so we both just put on like the presidential for a little bit, and it was just like, "We're gonna do it because of COVID," and then they would just yell at each other. And oh it my god, seemed like dude. a South Park episode. Yeah, it was. It, I, it looked genuinely. That's a really good description. Um, <clears throat> the vice president one, I. Oh my god, I couldn't stand her. Like, I yeah. I hate to be that guy, but she just sounded like such a fucking ignoramus. Like, she just, like, first of all, first of all, I can't stand her voice. Like, her voice is just like reminds me of, reminds me of like a substitute teacher that won't shut the fuck up. Um, and just oh my, like there was this one this one time I like Pence was trying to say something and she was like, "Excuse me, excuse uh, me," and I was she like, just goes, "I'm talking, I'm talking." Yeah, who, yeah, who the fuck? Like, who are you, bro? Like, honestly, it was so tilting. The presidential debate. Um, uh, back to what I was trying to say. It's a roast. It was just it was a roast, but they were just so. I mean, at that point, the world was all they were talking about was BLM and the riots and fucking um, uh, Seattle, where like it was super bad and like that was just the topic of the news along with COVID, and like it was almost like a a, a it's, it sucks to say, but like a fucking game show. Like yeah. they didn't care about anything else like <clears throat> me like i actually want to hear about like okay like what are we going to do to help because of the recession that we're probably going into because of all the businesses that are closing down due to covid like not that i don't care about you trying to fucking fix the problem with with um you know police officers being shitty and the fact that antifa is like an actual fucking thing like yes those are issues that like i want to hear but not for three hours like yeah i want to hear about the rest of the issues that are going on too it is it's just tilting that again they take the things that are happening in in the world and just make it like a game so that they can i i feel like they have the people it's in the like country boy, on puppet strings dude and they're just like it's so annoying i hate i actually the, the more i got involved in politics the last year and a half the more i just came to realize i cannot stand them like it's so annoying right no dude it's it's definitely annoying but um i'm just glad this fucking over i'm just so glad it's over so, dude it's not though that's the problem is this motherfucker is still out here trying to like yo that's your man <clears throat> i mean I, i'm I, I agree with him but at a certain point it's like dude like you're gonna lose anyway just let it fucking rock out like it's okay like yes, uh, as, long, as long as we're on the same page with that, like, like if there's corruption, yeah, but every single time up, he appeals up, something, it just there's not an if. It, there definitely was some corruption, but like at this point, it's like yeah, if, that's, if, that's what I meant. If something was gonna happen where like they were gonna overturn it, they would have done it already. Like right. my man gets inaugurated in like three weeks. Like it just, Dude, just 
And it's just a, a bad look that every time he appeals something, like it comes back and he's like, I didn't lose by that many. And then it's like, no, you actually lost by more. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, just... I, I mean, it's that's a good transition into 2021 because I just like, I'm not necessarily ready for 2020 to be over because I think, and that's when we do the year, we could do a year in review first, but I think that like, I personally had a good 2020. Everything good for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like good for really, you. Really good for me. But like with everything considering I'm not really ready for 2021 as a whole. I mean, I guess I am, but um my man, you know, baby baby Devin's coming in 2021, bro. Right. Or 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 a girl, but um nah, yeah, we gotta, so, yeah, you're right. I was going to say what, I was going to say now. Nah. You want to do 2021 preview or 2020 recap? Nah, dude, we got to recap and then go in. All right, all right. So, so what are you gonna what are you gonna miss about 2020? Like, obviously it was a shitty year, but like, what would what what would you miss? Shit, dog, working from home. If that shit changes, low key, right. I'm not even gonna front, bro. Like, I miss the right. office for sure, but like, if I have to go back to the office five days a week, I'm gonna be a little bit upset. If I can get two or three days from home, I mean, yep. I'm I'm more than down. Um, no, I'm <clears> in the same boat, dude. That's. That's that's definitely one thing that uh, I could I could get used to. I mean, I again I miss the social aspect of like going to the office, seeing people, like going out to lunch, doing whatever, like having in person meetings, like being able to fucking shake hands with somebody before a meeting instead of like logging onto a Zoom call. Like I right. I definitely miss that. But <clears throat> dude, just the convenience of being able to roll out of bed, like brush my teeth, comb my hair a little bit, throw a shirt on, and just like get on my laptop and start work. If I have a meeting, I might put on like a little bit nicer of a shirt, but like, right. I don't know. Um, dude, other than that, I don't think there's fucking anything that I'm going to miss about this year. I'm not even going to lie. This year sucked. Yeah. I mean, for most, for most people, it sucked. Like, and even for the, ma- I would say the majority, like up until, I guess we went to the bachelor party, like 2020 was just, uh, like it, it, it was just like obviously a bad year, like everybody. But then, towards the end of it, like I had obviously a pretty good twenty twenty with the wedding, and find out we got a kid on the way and shit. Nah, man, it but, had its it had its good moments for sure. I mean, I, I just feel like if we had to weigh the pros versus cons of the year, it's like not even close. Yeah, I mean, for for the for the majority, like it's gonna be fucking insane one day for. Like, on our 10-year anniversary, God willing, me and Melissa make it to 10 years that, like, we got married during a fucking pandemic. Yeah, man. Where there was literally, and we had the only three weeks of the year where every, like, since COVID started where everything was fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. Dude, I think it was Miguel. This shit's going to be in the history books one day, dude. They're going to, yep. they're literally going to be talking about this shit for the rest of our lives. So, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of, kind of interesting to to think about. I mean, that's kind of a cool concept if you think about it. I still think we just handled it so fucking poorly. Like, right. so goddamn poorly. I mean, good Is things happen, man. We could, um, like, no, never mind. Get, get what you were about, say what you were about to say. Yeah, good things happened. I mean, like, my my nephew was born. I mean, that's, that's fucking, that's fucking lit. I mean, the wedding was dope. Really good time. Yeah, girl, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So many people... Are having babies right now i guess because they're stuck inside just fucking all day <laughs> but like 
like nine people just once, bro. Dude, like... I went on Facebook the other day and I I kid you not like seven people posted that they were pregnant and expecting and I was like whole I I literally texted Caitlin and I was like, "Yo, you're not pregnant, right? Like we're chilling." Um and we're good. We're good. No, I can't imagine. No, thank you. Not at this moment. I am good. Um but I mean uh, other than Man, that, that's brother. I like you. You you were always the the like ready for a kid type of dude not ready yeah. for a kid but like you you spoke about it way way more vocally than even i did i mean i'm down to have babies just not right now i mean all right, all right. i wouldn't i would not want to have kids first of all in the in the current state of the world again i don't i don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I don't know if i want to say this right now i mean because you're having one but like in the current state of the i'm gonna say it anyway but i'm gonna keep it a buck the current state of the world yes. i do not want to have a kid like what the fuck and what I mean, in what sense in the sense of just, I mean, hopefully all this shit's over in nine months, but just, like, <clears throat> in the sense of, like, the lockdown, um, fucking COVID, I mean, the election's over, so that, like, all the stress from that's gone, but, like, the whole BLM thing and all that stuff that's going on, it just, all, like, the the, the way the world is and just how, God, this is gonna sound like something from a book, but just, like, how much, like, evil there is in the fucking world at this moment, like, how much tension... Lying. How much tension there is in the world like no like i just i don't want to bring a kid into the world right now but not only that not just for like out from like outside perspectives but i got shit that i need to do for me before i get go off king talk even start shit. you already know bro we we still out here we still living with mom i'm gonna have fucking we got a we got a two-year plan to be out on our own money in the account hopefully you know maybe planning on being wifeyed up at that point and then we'll think about kids it's so crazy to think about dude because like i remember in high school you're right you're dead ass right i was like 18 years old like i'm gonna be married by 22 kid by 24 like second kid by 26 like now i'm 25 years old and i'm like no like what the fuck was i thinking like no shot and some people are like they went down that route i mean shit like you there my guy like you married it what you, you just turned 26, 26. right so you married at 26, kid on the way, like, I mean, shit, kudos, but just like, it's just nuts how, I mean, we just go down different paths. Like my, the, 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 the woman that I was with when I was talking all that shit, like she went down that route. She's literally on that, that path and right. I'm not. And like, it's so funny. Cause like there are times where you get upset about that because it makes you feel like, I mean, at least me personally, and, like, I've talked to other people that feel the same way, where, like, you feel like you're quote-unquote behind. Like, man, people are having babies at, like, 40 years old these days. Like, shit, yeah. we'll, we'll be all right. Like, I ain't even worried about it, bro. Bro, that's probably the, the one thing in, like, <clears throat> going into 2019 that I realized is that, like you're never really behind. Yeah, in facts. my opinion. Like Straight facts. With with anybody that you know you know personally, like obviously since you since you train, you know like a cup a couple guys who have fought in the UFC, so they're a lot more like well off. Yeah, of course. Of course. I would say ninety nine percent of the people that I've come in contact with our age are not doing better than me. Like <clears throat> by much, if at all. You know, like if, if you think about it, because everywhere where you think that you're lacking, they're probably lacking somewhere else. Bro, fuck. Like, I'm a comment on that. Because there are so many people our age that I know that still are just at the bar. I don't know why bar. I mean, I'm whatever. I'm going to out it. Yep. They're, they're still on Snapchat. Every, every we're, we're in a lockdown. 
people are unemployed that I know are unemployed, and you are still uploading videos at the bar on Saturday yeah. night getting fucked up. Like, oh, like bro. Overpriced beer with the same people. And you know what, bro? That within 10 years. <laughs> you know what, bro? Like, if you... The thing is... The thing is, honestly, if you work all week and you're grinding toward, like, two things. If you work all week and, like, you're in your career, like, you're set, you're in your career, and you want to go to the bar on the weekend and get fucked up, like, that is your right. Option two, if you work all week and you're at school when you're not at work and you're just grinding your ass off and your Saturday nights are the nights where you just go and let off steam and you get fucked up, that is on you. Motherfucker, when I know you're making like 16 bucks an hour, you're not in school, not doing shit to improve your life, and you're still at the bar every weekend just getting trashed, like, we need to reevaluate. Like, just a couple things. Just a couple things. What could what could we do with that extra time? I don't, I don't mean to call nobody out, but like, what so, is your plan? I thought you was about to name drop. Don't name drop. No, 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 no. I'm not going to name drop nobody. I'm, I'm just asking a genuine question. Like, you're 25, 26, 27 years old, and like, Again, I know that I make more than you, and I don't make that much. Like, I do okay, but, like, I'm also in school full-time, and I know that you're not even in school part-time. I know that I've right. got side grinds going on. I know for a fact that you don't, but I do know that your bar tab was at least 150 on Saturday. So, right. like, <clears throat> how are we balancing this out? 100%. And that's that's, like... <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of sad to think about because I think that a lot of people go to a bar for like camaraderie that I know. Like I don't know anybody who goes to a bar and they'll sit there by themselves and drink the night away. Oh uh, yeah, no, I mean like if, if all, I mean we need then, to then you're depression or something. Yeah, seriously. Like you got some right. issues that we need to talk about at that point. But it's like just find something else to do. I was just going to say y'all can't figure anything else out. Dude, all right, I'm a name dropper because fuck it. Uh, Caitlin and I I got like started talking about this because, um, I mean, she, she works really hard, right? Like she'll work, like she works overtime almost every week. She works at Wawa, which is super stressful. Um, and we just started talking about like her getting the hobbies and, uh, I don't remember if she said that she doesn't know anyone that's like into the things that she's into or what the case may be. But we started talking about like her going to the gym, um, like my gym. And she was like, well, I only know you there, and, like, you're going to be doing your own thing. And I was like, yo, like, you're never going to want to go anywhere or do anything if your only, like, inspiration to do that is if you can get other people to come in and do it with you. Like, go to the place, do the thing, find people there that also like doing the thing, make new friends, and you'll want to go with those people more often. It's a a lesson that one of my coaches that I first trained with told me because I would only go to training when a buddy of mine from high school came with me because I was like, oh, if he's not going, I'm just not going to go. And he was like, motherfucker, just come to the gym every day and find the people that actually want to come every day and you'll want to come every day even more. And I was like, that makes so much sense. Why didn't I think of that earlier? So I get that. And I, I definitely agree with that a little bit, <clears> but I can see where she's coming from now for like the first time. You know, like it's kind of so if she were to go to your gym and I'm just playing devil's advocate, like obviously I mean, she did, she did. She didn't say she like, she's, she's been trained. She's trained before we shut down. She was there. Oh shit. Nice. Yeah. She was there four days a week and then five days a week. So she's, uh, she's grinding, bro. She's, she's, she's all in, bro. She moved her apartment around. She put, she's trying to put a fucking punching bag up in her living room and shit. She's like asking me questions. She's like diving head first, which is like super fucking hot. Anyway, 
Nice. But I was just, well, this is probably going to get disproven, but I'm just saying the general thinking, I would think, is it like if you go into a situation like you are, so you're established there, like you teach classes, so you're known there. Mm -hmm. It's kind of, you want to go in with somebody who's on equal footing with you so that, say you, you two leave and she had like a rough class. Like mm-hmm. I, I generally think that like she would think that you're judging her a little yeah, bit. That's, yeah, for sure. Because I think that that was one of the things like that's why when Melissa and I go to gym now, we don't do things together. Like sometimes we'll, we do abs together every time we do it because that's something where we're on equal footing. But like a lot of the time I know and I didn't know until she like vocalized it to me was that I was super like pushy. And not necessarily like catering to what she needed to do in the gym, you know. So like, like elaborate. Like, what do you mean? Like, give me an example if you can. So she has super bad knees. So okay. when I'm doing legs and I'm can doing, relate, and I'm doing like squats, that's not necessarily the best thing for her to be doing. Like, she should do more of like a leg press where she can control. Like, you can slowly control. And you won't throw your back out if you don't come out if you don't come back up the right way. But she was always just trying to keep up with me, whereas if she had somebody who she was on equal footing with, it would have been, or even if she could make her own plan, it would have been a little bit better, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, um... I mean, it seems like you guys worked it out, though. Because I personally, like, if I ever wanted to train, I honestly wouldn't go to Grindhouse with you the first time. I will go somewhere else and try, and then go there eventually. I mean, but Why? Because of what I just said, but now when you break it down like how you did, it's like different. Because yeah. I don't want to go. I don't want to go in and then like. The well, no, I wouldn't say that now. I would have definitely said that like when I was in college, because I was super like competitive in college to like a weird, a weird level. Because it's just how they. It it's one of the fucked up things about college is they teach you everybody's out to get you really. You have to get a leg up on every single person. I mean, shit, um, sometimes that shit's true, bro. Yeah, but, dude, do you know how, how jaded that makes you when you think that, like... Yeah, dude. Oh, so this person also has a marketing degree, so I have to be better than them at every single thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, a, it's such a... But I'm trying to think of the words to say it. So, like, if I, t- if I took you to play basketball and I say, yo, this is my boy, and then, like, you were ass at ball and people started to clown you, like then that makes me feel Aki as, like, the person who brought you. Like, then I'll be mad at those people, you know? So if I went to the gym and motherfuckers were, like, just eating me up alive, like, I don't want anybody to ever feel like, like, damn, I set them up, you know? Uh, all right, so, like, I can understand that mindset, but that that typically doesn't happen in, like, martial arts. Like, that, so I think that was, like, one of her concerns, too, because she was definitely... For some reason, she was more worried about me judging her than anybody else in the room, which doesn't make any sense because I'm, like, the least judgmental person when it comes to, like, I fucking teach this shit. Like, I understand that, like, one, I've been around it for 10 years. Like, not everybody gets it their first day. I've I've seen people come in and be naturals in the first two seconds and just light pads up and be able to grapple fine. And I've also seen people come in and, like, train for a month and still not be able to throw a jab the right way. So, like, there's... There's, there's levels for everybody, and our classes you know are what all. It is though, right? Why? Because like she cares about you, and she cares about your opinion. Oh yeah, no. I'm, I'm the exact, I'm the exact same way. So like, I have a 
this I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dive in too deep because I don't want to like put my whole business out there. But yeah, I sure. have a I have a fear. It's like the only, it's probably my biggest fear. And Melissa doesn't care about it. But then every time I need her to help me conquer it, like I feel like a pussy. Uh, I think I know what I think you're talking she, about. Yeah, I think I that she's talking. judging me, but then she's like, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think this this I think that from what you're saying with Caitlin is the same thing. Like she just wants she wants to make you proud and if she, she feels like if she doesn't get it right away that you'll be disappointed probably. yeah she doesn't want to be embarrassed man and i i i get that um especially going into something new that you've never done before and especially being like like she's not like she hasn't like she didn't grow up doing athletics uh, i think she did like some gymnastics when she was a kid but like she wasn't ever into anything like what she's doing now so like i i definitely understand the the uh the urge to be a little bit nervous but i mean she went in and you know she's still new and like that's fine but it's not like we're it's not like we we threw her to the wolves, dude. Like she's not in a fucking in a circle with me and three other guys, and we're sparring hard as shit. And then we just have her in there and we let her throw these like dainty punches. Like no, right. we like she gets paired with people that are her level or maybe like a little bit better. And there's women in the gym, so she gets paired with them. Um, at least she was when we were open. And then. Like they do their thing, and the coach makes sure to go over there and like make sure they're okay and help them out any way possible. And like when as she gets better, like the other people will get better, and then maybe she gets to move in with and train with some of the guys. Like it's it's a process, man. You have to start. You always have, you have to start somewhere. Like no, Rome wasn't built. I, this is exactly what I said. There, Rome wasn't built in a day. Like you're not gonna right. go in and be fucking you know, uh, Canelo in on day one. So Shout out Canelo fighting tomorrow. Facts. That's why I said his name. Um, but I, I'm just glad that she came in and she gave it a shot. Cause like now, like she, like, she's hooked. Like she loves it. Like she was having That's a bad, day, she was having a bad day, uh, the other day before we closed. And she was like, I don't know if I should go. Like, I just like, sh she had some stuff going on. Um, and I was like, look, like whenever I'm having a bad day and like, I feel like I don't want to go and I go like the day might suck. Like I might have a shitty training session. I feel so much better afterwards, like nine times out of ten. Right. Like you should just go. And she did, and then like we were talking afterward, and she was like, I'm just so happy that I went. Like I feel so much better. And it's just like find find things that you enjoy and if if you can allow yourself to not let the rest of the day fuck it up for you, like you'll continue to enjoy it. So she she loves it. When we open back up, like, she'll definitely be back. Um I would say, you know, bring the wifey, but you know, she's with she's with yeah, she's got, a, she's got a care package now, so we yep. can't really sign her up for that. But you know, maybe after 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 little Devin or a little Melissa's here, you know, just bring you guys yeah, in. I mean, dude, you know, I've been talking about doing it forever, and I just I'm very weird, but it's definitely something that's on my bucket list to try at least once. Bro, you too, man. We got all levels in there, bro. Nobody's gonna tune you the fuck up or make you feel like a piece of shit. Oh shit! But yeah, dude, I'm. I'll be in there. I'll be in there eventually, and especially like like I just told you that originally I would have gone to a different gym, but no, I definitely will want. Yeah, no, nah, fuck, fuck that, dude. And it's oh shit. In my experience, it's one of those things where like you want to go and know somebody. Like when I brought like my buddy Kevin, like um, he's super athletic to begin with, and like he's one of those people that when he gets into something, he's like hooked. And like okay. us having a close relationship, like. We basically did like personal training sessions all the fucking time, and he got so much better in such a short amount of time that because because we were friends, I took like an extra interest in his training and trying to make him better. That right. like 
he well improved above like the original standards because like we just were always working together. We'd go in on private days and I would help him out. <clears throat> and you just like you want to build those relationships. You're not going to build those relationships right away if you go into a gym and don't know anybody. You're going to spend majority of the time That's probably fair. getting the, probably getting the shit kicked out of you. So I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, All right, man. We'll, add, we'll add that to we'll add that to the the far off twenty twenty one like goals. Yeah, she's doing what October, bro? Nigga, what? She's doing June. Oh, what am I saying? I don't know. Like twelve October's, months. From... Yeah, October is ten months away. What am I saying? Wait, June? That seems early. June twenty eighth. No, dude. For real? Yeah, she was. That's only six months away, bro. What? Right. Fucking insane! We gotta Yo, get all that be, shit. It's gonna be here before you know it, too, bro. That's the crazy. and like, I'm as ready as I'll as I'll ever be. I've been watching. I watch um. So I like, you know, I've always watched kind of sus shows. Like I like the reality TV type shit. Chill, One Tree Hill's the shit, bro. Come on. Oh, that don't that don't count. That's not that's not sus. I, I watch like not. No, I watch like. <laughs> excuse me, Total Bellas. Like I've been watching that, oh, bro. Like, come on, now. that type of shit. <laughs> okay, bro. And it's the season. It's this pat. It's the new season, and they're both pregnant. And I had Melissa come down. Like it's so crazy how their problems aren't real problems. Like their problem is that the one has to have her baby in L.A. instead of Arizona. Like, <laughs> bitch, you own a house in both places, so you're, it's not like she has to stay in a fucking hotel. That's a problem. What the like, fuck, get, bro? Get the hell. But yeah, uh, dude, I'm okay. ready. Um, we'll obviously cover more of that shit as as it goes on, but. 2021. What's what's on your what's on your list for that? What's your bucket list? Your goal? Shit, bro. I'm trying to compete a lot again, dog. Like okay. that is the wave. I'll be done school in February or March. 2021. 2021 is the year of growth, bro. We're back to the gym full time. Uh, we are finished school. We're fucking trying to get like the career job. Okay. Hopefully, get enough money to move the fuck out by the end of 2021. If not, have like almost enough that we're doing it beginning of 2022. And just growth, bro. Just fucking growth. Great facts. Right. Now, now, how many times would you want to compete? Like, if you had to put like. I'd be once a month if possible. Oh, shit. You guys could do that shit that, that often? If, Sorry, I don't mean to say that shit as your passion, but like. Nah, no, no, no. You're chilling. Um. Yeah, dude, back in, oh my god, what year are we in? 20, uh, I think it was 2017. You just said, what year are we in? 2017, I think, was the year. I competed like 16 or 17 times within the oh, span damn. of a year. Um, okay. Yeah, dude, all these local tournaments, there. when the world's open, there's one like every three weeks. So, really? like, yeah, if you don't get hurt and you're willing to make weight, like, you can, you can fucking compete. You have every... to make weight? Like, I know, I know you made weight before, but then I... If I'm not mistaken, either you said it or Miguel said it the day that Melissa and I stopped over before the steep A fight and watched the prelims. But one of you guys said there was like dumb to make weight for jujitsu. Yeah, so like it's dumb to cut weight. Like okay, um, like so Miguel, for example, cuts like thirty fucking pounds to fight, and then so, like oh, you're not supposed to out him, yo. You said last time he fought. He was, you said, I won't say how much he has to cut. And no, that's know. not... And he doesn't like, cut that much, but, like, he gets down that much. So, like, he walks right. around, like... Like, 150? Yeah, something like that. But then he, he weighs in at 125. So, like, yeah. I'm not going to out how much, like, water weight he yeah, has to cut. Um, but he gets down to a certain weight and then cuts water weight. Yeah. I don't really cut water weight, but I diet the right way and prep the right way so that I lose 
Like, I get to the point right before, like, he starts cutting, and then I cut, like, 10% of that to make weight. Like, not, maybe not even. Like, I'll weigh, like, 172, and I'll, like, at least I used to try to get down to 150 or 159. So I would cut, like, 11 pounds of water weight for a jiu-jitsu tournament, but it was just fucking stupid. So now I just get down to 172, like, a healthy 172, 171, and then I'll just hit the sauna until I'm 169.5, and then I go and I weigh in, and then I'm fine. Okay. All right, so competing, growth, what else? Are you are you looking to stay at the same company, or are you looking to? Hey, fuck no, bro. Um. Oh shit! Damn, you say you you say you're done school. My fault. My fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we we. All right. We... Keep the keep that on the low. Keep that on yeah, the low. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like, if they got developer positions open, maybe. But like, I mean. You're trying to I, use. You're trying to use your schooling. I feel that. I spent way too much money not to fucking try to use this shit, bro. So. <laughs> So, 2021 over here, so... Yeah, bro, let's hear it. Uh, Obviously well, the baby, but, like, that just goes without saying. Yeah, just just making sure that I'm the best with that, obviously. Um, I did get... It's, it's not official yet. I didn't get the pay, the HR paperwork, but I got, like, a promotion at my current position. Okay. Like, at my current job, so seeing, seeing what, that, what that entails. Um, it's not a market... Because that, that's the thing. So I was obviously like looking for other positions at my like outside of my current job to use my marketing degree. But if they were gonna offer me a full time like salary position there or like, like a career, like, yeah, right. Like then then I'm good. I'm not trying to be on this hourly type of shit where you're like if you have to cut people, we're one that first wants to go. Yeah, fuck so, that. Yeah, definitely just getting there, mastering what they need, and just staying healthy, man. I mean. Last last time you were over, you said that I was looking thin. Like, yeah, I, bro, you looking like, good, bro. No homo, you look you look real good. Appreciate it, dude. I I'm just gonna try to keep keep that like keep keep at it, and um, yeah, I mean, definitely all of the second half of 2020. Well, first half of 2021 is gonna be once once um we find out what we're having, getting nursery set up, shit like that. Are y'all doing a gender reveal, bro? We're not doing a gender reveal, like God, in, in a sense. We're just gonna find out, um, like go go to an appointment, get the envelope, take it to a, a bakery, and have them bake a cake with the color on the inside, and then cut into it. We're All right, not... but like just you two? No, like us, my parents, and her family. Okay, so, not, so like like some that's... people do a big fucking party. Yeah, that's lit, bro. I am so like I think gender reveals are so cringe, bro. I really mm -hmm. fucking do. Like. We're gonna get an envelope, hand it to a stranger, and it's just another thing to have a party about to get yep. gifts. Like it's so awkward. Oh my awkward. god! Oh my god! Speaking of that, um, a couple people that I know have got, and obviously, like I just got married. I love love. I love when people are getting engaged. Yeah, like, yeah. You get engaged, I'm gonna be crunk for that shit. Yeah, for Shout sure. Shout to Coco. Dog. Coco got a girlfriend, yo. What? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who she is, but I'll just say who, bro. Is it the girl from the Facebook. wedding, bro? <laughs> no, they're Facebook official though. Oh shit! But um, why do people get engaged and then the night they get engaged, they're having a party with their friends over there? I've seen three people get engaged and it's the fucking craziest thing. Yeah, bro, that's supposed to be your night. You know what I'm saying? That's supposed to be go home and fucking get down night. Bro, not even that. Like, just call, like, call your fucking people. Like, yeah, it's cool that they're there, but it was cool how me and Melissa did it. Like, I proposed to her on a Friday. Joyce wanted me to get the ring. 
um, a proposed tour on a Friday. Saturday, we went to Kevin Hart. Then Sunday, we had a birthday bus for the Eagles. So then all my friends were there then. Yeah, like, so it was kind of like mixed in. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, you got to celebrate with your family first, in my opinion. But it's, it's fucking crazy. But, so get this, bro. I'm going to ask your opinion on something. Right. Um, and I have my opinion, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say mine after it, but I want to get yours first. A buddy of mine, his brother got engaged. And okay. he made it so, like, his whole family was there, and her whole family was there at the actual engagement. Like, when he got down on one knee and asked her to marry him. Thoughts? Oh, oh, I will also add, at, to this point, the families had never met each other. Like, they weren't, like, they weren't um, cool. Whole families are just, like, so, if... It was immediate, you? like mom, dad, brother, sister, and I think like that might be it. Okay, so I wouldn't do it, but I can see why people. Do. You have to know that she's definitely going to say yes, though. Yeah, that's the first thing. Like it has, it has to be one of those ones where it's like y'all been together like a minute, and it's just or, like known. We're not even like sometimes you can read the room, you know, like <laughs> like you can you can tell that okay, maybe our relationship's on rocky terms and you have the people who propose because they think, like, all she wants is a ring. And then you have yeah. the ones who are like, we should get married, things like that. I wouldn't do it, but I can... Because then it's a good, um, like, meeting point, in my opinion. Like, I I wish that my parents would have met Melissa's, like, sister before the rehearsal dinner. That was the first... Or her bridal shower. That was the first time they met. But then yeah, they yeah. met her parents at my graduation party. So I think okay. this is a good, like, medium point because then, like, it's not like his parents are going to her her family's event or her parents are going to his family's event. It's like a medium point before everything gets ramped up. But it's definitely a little cringy in my opinion. I thank you, man. All right, so I'm going to give my opinion on that. But the second thing is, so the, my, my actual buddy, who was it was his brother that got engaged – he said that he didn't want to go because he thought that that was supposed to be like a private thing, and his mom like his mom like forced him to go. It was like, no, like you absolutely are not not going. Like, really? Yeah. Thoughts? Um. So I'm assuming if he's your buddy, he's an adult. So yeah, I think he's that, he's my age. He's our age. Okay, so then I think that it's on him for like whether or not he wants to go. I think that the mom doesn't necessarily have the lit lit. Okay, so but, here, but go ahead, go ahead. it it could like when I told my parents I was gonna um, ask Melissa, like if she had already known that the brother said I want everyone there, like it was a non-negotiable, then he should be there. But if it was like just something that they were trying to do, <clears throat> like it, it's it's gray area. But I'm 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 right lockstep with you. Yeah, and, um, I think it is the cringiest fucking thing personally. Yep. Like I feel like an engagement is supposed to be like. A very emotional, intimate moment for, like, just those two people and the photographer that's there, apparently. But, like, I don't know. Like, to have families there and then, like, all these pictures taken and posted. It's just, like, another thing where it's, like, everyone has to see, like, what we're doing type thing. I fucking think it's so cringy, man. Nobody can just do shit anymore where it's, like, it's just supposed to be for us, you know? Drives me crazy. Yep, and I, I think that that's, like... When you say that, me, if somebody else was at when me and Melissa got engaged, it's not the same. Like, 
It doesn't give you the same feel. Like, that moment should be... And if you want to have people involved, like, that's cool. Like, obviously, people, if they have kids together, will involve the kid. Like Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, obviously. But, like, the people who, in my <laughs> opinion, and, and if I... So, I'm going to give you a, an example of what I would fucking hate. And you would be involved if I were to have done this. But okay. Like, where they have their boys hold up signs, like, will you marry him? Oh, uh, yeah. That's weird. so cringe, bro. That's so weird. Like, you can't even say it? Oh my god! Right, oh. right, and like, I, I personally, and I would have to ask Melissa. I'll ask her when we're done this. I don't think I even said it. I said, "Yo, come here," and I was on my knee, and then she just started like, "You say, yo, come here," because she, Bro, we were making cookies, dude. Wait, you were in the house? <laughs> yeah, we were, dude. We were in, and so we. I don't think I ever got this full story. Yeah, right, I, here I we tell, go. I tell a story. So I went out with Joyce that day. We got the ring. <laughs> um. And then I was going to do it the first day when we moved into this house. I, I knew that. I knew that much. I'm glad I didn't because our first night in this house was terrible because I forgot a blanket. So our house gets freezing okay. in our bedroom. So we had to sleep with just a fucking sheet. Oh, I would have went to Walmart right away, dude. Fuck that. Dude. And then that was the thing. So long story short, we had a blanket in the basement. which was just fucking buried in the bottom of my box. And then we unloaded stuff the next day. I was like, are you fucking serious? Oh, man. I would have been tilted. So, um, I tell my parents I'm gonna I'm gonna um propose that night, and then I call her mom because <coughs> um just to ask for a blessing. I don't even know how to get in touch with her dad if I needed to. Um, okay, dude, he's so off the grid. It's hilarious. And she said, "Yeah." And then she was like, "When are you gonna do it?" And I said, "Tonight." And then she was like, "Oh, okay." And then like they were excited. So and I went to Melissa's. We went there. We had to go get food to meal prep. So we're walking around Giant in Ben Salem, and I had the ring in my pocket. Like, I get, I get there, and she get, goes to give me a hug, and I give her, like, this side-armed hug, trying to, like, keep the pocket away. So then we go. Are you wearing jeans, bro? No, no. I, bro, I wear sweatpants fucking everywhere. That's true. That's probably even worse. You could probably see the fucking bowl of the I had it in my North Face pocket. I had it in oh, my all right. W, W. So Good. then. We get back to the apart- her apartment because she was still living in Ben Salem at the time. Right. Um, we bought break and bake cookies. She's making them. I'm like, I got to go like, take a piss or something. And then I'm like, I got to check my phone. And she- I'm like, I'm just going to do it now. And I say, yo, come here. And then I don't remember if I said, will you marry me? But she came back and she was like, get the fuck out of here. And then I was like, <laughs> and just couldn't stop laughing. That was her response? That's hilarious. Yeah. Dude, because it was – but then it was cool. And then we took like a little bit of time just ourselves and like she was in shock and then she called her mom and i called my parents and said that she said yes and then like i think it so i I asked her like 8 p.m and then we had like three hours where it was just us and then right before i left because i went up going home that night um which no i think i stayed there i stayed to her house i think um she said get the fuck out of here that's so put it up at like 11 p.m and then the next day our inboxes were like blown up (laughs) fucking torch like texted me um, luckily we didn't get that for the pregnancy announcement. Cause like, obviously I, like I told you ahead of time. I told a couple people ahead of time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you can't really trust people with information. Yeah. hundred percent, bro. And like, 100%. There, there's certain people I know that I, that I could like, even <clears throat> you, when I told like Joyce, Shane, like everybody who was in the bachelor party, like I told them in a group chat, I told you in person. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was mostly because I saw you. But even if I did tell you, I would have told you like outside of that group chat because you're not like even though you're in the group chat, you're not like 
that's not where you and I do most of our talking. Yeah, you know? yeah. But like with that, some people are like, "Oh, I wish you had told me." I'm like, "But why? Like, yeah, why would I not, tell you?" Before? Like, it's none of your business, bro. Like, like not to be the a only dick. The person but... who knew that I was planning on doing it before my parents was Joyce, and that's because. So we got engaged in 2018. Joyce and I talked. I'll never forget it. July of 2016, I said, yo, when I go get the ring, you got to come with me. Like, that's when I knew that I wanted to marry Melissa. And then, like, hopefully everything worked out because I was a dick in college. Like, she could have – she realistically could have broken up with me. Like, she put her life on hold for a long fucking time. And now, like, everything's ramping up in 2020. Obviously, like, wedding baby. Fucking yeah, man, you're a man like, now. You're not a boy no right. more. Shit. But – like, he was the only one who knew that whole time. And obviously, Bill was my best man, but he wasn't here. I'm sure that if he was here, I would have taken him and Joyce. But, like, yeah, dude, that's how that's how it happened. That moment, like, if anybody else was there, it wouldn't have been the same. You yeah, know? I agree, man. I totally And your, yours is going to – because I know you and – I'm extra, dog. You're I'm extra cool. and you're like me where you're like, that is – like, me and Melissa are goofy. So that's like a goofy way – to get engaged but like you're also thought no homo you're also thoughtful like i am so you're not going to do it like like i don't think you would just do it on a whim like just like i just said i have been planning new yeah like, no that shit's gotta be thought out right dude so she better get ready but not but, ready to <laughs> now i i think I, i'm just glad because i did think and don't take this the wrong way. I thought at one point you would have had a kid before you got married, and now I think it's you'll get married before you have a kid. I, I mean, I was shit. I probably would agree with you. That's cool, dog. That's fine. Yeah, man, I was definitely on the on that path. I think at one point where like I could have seen that happening, but not now, man. I want to be in the right spot with the right girl and just like comfortable and happy before. I've just I've seen too many people and I've been a product of like being in a, a situation where two people really don't even wanna like be in that situation. God, I'm trying to sound say this without like sounding like a dick, but like, yeah. I, like I my pa- my parents separated and like that is like my biggest fear is like being in a position where I have a kid with a person who like I know I and I think this is a problem for a lot of people, like having a kid with someone that like I know I don't want to be with, and they're just trying to grit it out because like that's what you're quote unquote supposed to do, right. and then like you're miserable and she's miserable, and then in turn like the kid's probably happy till they're like eight and they realize like you're both of you are miserable and yeah. they're, they're miserable, and it's like nobody should ever be a part of that. Like I think said child would be way better off if when that happened, it's like okay, like you're keeping it great, awesome, but like we're not. Like this, like this isn't a thing. Like we're not gonna get married. Like we'll live separate lives. Like we'll take care of the kid together, and like everything will be good. But we need to make uh, ourselves happy too. Right. So I mean, I again, I don't ever want to be in that situation. So hopefully, when when I have a little person running around, um, again, I just want to be in the right situation, making enough money that I can support the kid and, and you know the woman that I'm with to the point where she doesn't have to kill herself at work, like, she's not super stressed out. Like, obviously, I want a partner to the point where, you know, we're both working to achieve a common goal, but, I mean, shit, if I can make enough money one day that she can stay at home all day and take care of the kids, fucking A, I'm all about that shit. But if not... That's the goal. 100%. But if not, you know, like, I still... 
it's probably like a pride slash ego slash man thing, but I still wouldn't want her to be like killing herself. Like if if she could work like a twenty hour job instead of a forty, and then like be like a part time worker, like so that's where my head's at, man. I just need to get get my shit all in order before any of that starts starts happening. Um, I pray to the gods, but like hundred percent. And you just brought up a so it was obviously in joking fashion, but. Obviously, I love Melissa and I care about her. Okay, we're this talking. Is starting off great. I, Here we go. And I said, I was like, "Yo, honestly, if we were to not work out now with a kid on the way, and we were to break up, I was like, I would just be a deadbeat dad because I couldn't <laughs> co-parent with you if you had another dude. Like, if she if she remarried, I'm definitely like me and that dude are just fighting on site every <laughs> Yo. time. Yo, I asked her. I was like, "Oh, because we're watching we're watching the show Power, which if you don't watch it, great show. I I don't." I've heard good um, things though. And basically it's it's like a drug a drug doing they're going to jail like the girl goes to jail for him and I was like, Would you go to jail for me? And she was like, Yeah, I was like, Would you still love me if I told you like right now is a drug kingpin? And she was like, Yeah. And I was like, No, you wouldn't. And she said, Yeah, I would, because that wouldn't change who you are. And I was like, But I just lied to you the whole time and we're going back and forth. And then I was like, Well, if I ever go to jail and you remarry when I come out, I'm just gonna keep fighting this the dude that you're with. <laughs> Because I was like, I don't. I You're don't a drug care. kingpin. Just make that fool disappear, bro. Fuck you, mean. Nah, dude, this not the mob, yo. Yeah. <laughs> that's just that's just fun. I mean, we'll we'll never get we'll never get to that situation. Ho- hopefully, like it's it's so like. I feel confident now, but you never know what the future holds. I mean, yeah, dude. And that's I mean, that's the scary part, right, man? Is I mean, you're still no matter how confident you are. God, it's gonna sound real bad, but I mean, it's from what you, you just know said, the unknown variable. Yeah, from right? what you said, you just seem to you seem to understand the the reality of it is marriage and commitment to a relationship is a risk, bro. People can wake up tomorrow and things can just change. So, I mean, and all you can do. Oh, you, sorry, go uh, ahead. Now you're good. You're chilling. All you can do is coming from the person who isn't, you know, married. But all you can do in my in my personal experience of what I've seen from happy couples is just like not stop trying you feel me like i i I find that those couples that do the dumb shit like still read each other's notes and like wait like have routines where like they like one person cooks breakfast one day the other person cooks dinner the other day and like they they do like little dates and shit those are the relationships that tend to last versus like the relationships that rely almost too much on like the partnership idea where you're just like essentially like cohorts in a fucking house like just paying bills like that yep. that shit's where you have a roommate and not a partner yeah exactly Nah, i feel that i definitely feel that and i'm glad that like i'm glad that i was able to develop because i feel as though like i could have realistically moved in with melissa when i was still in school when i was working at eberhardt's and i had money and could help her out with rent but it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have worked out the right way and i'm like how you're saying it, like how you want to make sure you're established, just do your own right path, my man. Poor man, dude. Caitlin's mentioned she, dude. She was mentioning like obviously we're older, so like things tend to move quicker. I mean they're not. For Is she us. older than us or younger? She's older. She's twenty seven. Okay. Um, but like she has an apartment to herself, and like she's mentioned more than once that like I could move in there, and I was like, look, it just doesn't make sense me to do that like no matter how no matter how serious we are how serious we get it makes no sense for me to move into a building and help you and like 
like when I've got things that I have, like I, I, it's not even that I, I want to pay for that I have to pay for right now, and take money that I'm not paying while living at home and put it toward rent with you. It just, it, it would, it wouldn't make sense. It makes absolutely yeah. zero sense financially. And until I'm comfortable financially, like I don't plan on moving out. So, right, and that's that's the same. We were actually talking about that last night too, because obviously, like Melissa, she moved out as soon as she graduated. Which, well, because as soon as she graduated, she got a job at Saint Cecilia, so she was able to move out. But flex, my... but I love it. Shout out. Okay. What you say? That's a flex, but I love it. Shout out. Dude, it is. It isn't. It isn't. But we won't get. We won't get in that. But then, like, she obviously moved out and did that route. But then. I stayed home and like was able to save up a little bit of money because mm-hmm. that's, that's the thing. Like me being fully transparent, like Melissa makes so much more money than I do. Like okay. at a charter school, she's been teaching for 10 years. Like she's almost at the top of her cap that she can make there, which is insane. And hey, I'm not wrong with that, bro. Right. But like, we couldn't have done this like out of house without each other. Cause I was able to save up all the money that when I was living at my parents' house, I got lucky that my dad was paying my car so I got to do that. But, like, we did the same thing. She's glad she did it that way. I'm glad that I did it my way, which is <laughs> very similar to what you're doing, like making sure you're settled before yeah, you're out. And it's just, like, when you said that, I see very similar, like, Melissa never approached me to move in, but I see very sim, like, a similar situation where, like, you, you're thinking exactly how I did. Like, yes, it would be cool to live together now and, like, really test, essentially, if you're compatible and you've lived with, X's before too so you know like that that is a completely different thing than totally different like, world bro me and melissa were dating for five years and when we moved in here it was like a completely different challenge in our yeah, man it's it's like like we're human beings dude so like no matter how much you care about someone or love being around them at some point like they're gonna get on your fucking nerves and yeah. like you just don't have the option of getting up and going home and like decompressing without them like in the other room so right like that's one thing, but like also people's living habits, like you have to learn them. Mm-hmm. But like, um, someone else I know just got engaged and they didn't live together. And I think I might, I probably was transparent with, um, to you with with this when you got engaged too. But like, living together is so important, bro. Because like when I lived with my ex, like the way, like she just did certain things, like. Even if that relationship could have worked out, like minus those things, like I, I wouldn't have been able to stand them. Like it's just right. impossible. Like there's just you, you have certain habits depending on the way that you grew up that like if you don't find if you don't find someone that can at least share those habits, if not share them, like respect them and adapt to them, like good fucking luck, dude. That's that's the biggest thing because that was the biggest problem. And I wouldn't even say problem, but the biggest adjustment when we moved in was that we both did things completely different and then like wanted to impose both of our ways and then like just realizing it's not going to work like that we have to have a middle ground gotta find understanding man for sure it it took us like nine months to find that middle ground and then honestly like one of the things that made it easier is you have to take this and like originally i was at this bullshit class pre-cana for um at the catholic church before you could get married in the church but Mm -hmm. all the messages in there like addressed any of the little aspects that we were like struggling with with. nice and it was it was good like she always she's more vocal to speak up in church than i am like she'll sing in church and shit like when they're doing the psalms and stuff and i i just personally can't because i can't sing in church and then go out there and then turn my radio on and sing like fucking meek mill (laughs) right i just think it's sacrilegious 
but she even told the priest that like that really helped us and yeah dude it's i i definitely agree and i'm glad that like i wasn't ready to live with somebody if i would have went as soon as i got out of college so it's you're doing everything right dude i mean that's another thing right is like you have to be like you both have to personally be ready and it's good that you're honest with yourself about that too like if one person, and I think you guys are probably, I think we talked about this too when you guys, maybe not started dating, but like towards the middle, like she's obviously older than you, like was in a serious relationship before, like different, I, we, I, we said this earlier in the podcast, man, we've come full circle. Perspective is everything, dog. Yep. Like you were in college, like still having the college experience, like going about certain things. And she, like I said, was just in a serious relationship, like probably wanted to move. I'm, I'm not. I'm not assuming. I'm just kind of being metaphorical. Yeah, generalizing. Yeah, yeah. A little metaphorical here. Like maybe you wanted to move a little quicker, expected things to go a little quicker, and like, dude, it happened in my relationship. I'm not gonna lie. Caitlin brought up moving in like a month into our dating, and I was like, no, like, right. like she just got out of a relationship that was four and a half years or four years or something like that, and like right off the rip, like I could tell, like, not that she wanted things to progress quickly, but like she was used to things being a certain way, and I was just not not used to that because i had been single for uh god a year and a half and like by myself and been used to doing things my own way when on the opposite side of the same coin she was literally used to the opposite doing things with someone always waking up and being with someone etc etc always going somewhere with said person whereas i was i'm always alone like like, yeah if i want to be by myself i just turn my fucking phone off like don't answer anybody I wake up and I'm by myself, brush my teeth, do my own thing. So it, 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 you have to, again, I'm not an expert because obviously I'm not fucking married. You're the one that's married now, but like you have to learn to adapt to each other's needs. And I think that's like 90% of what relationship building is, man. Like if you can't adapt to said person's needs and beliefs and the way they want things to be, then like it just isn't right. It isn't meant to be no matter how attractive you find them or how, any interest common interest you might share if you can adapt to those like little things like it's not going to work out in the end it's the little things that matter man yep i i don't think there's any better place to end this that was very profound i agree and dude that's the best way to end the fucking year too yeah right right all right shit 2020 is a close but we're not we don't have another one right when's our next one uh, first I'm, I'm, no. I'm gonna hit you i'm gonna hit you up about about some shit i because right. you you know me and me you and Melissa talked about doing some shit last time you were here. I'll hit you up about it. But it's been a good year. Next year, yes. bigger, better, more guests. We're gonna get that figured out. I'm working on getting another mic to have people in here. Hey man, um, maybe less is... people in here. Maybe more like Skype three person things. Then like, I don't want to bring new people in here while she's pregnant and shit. But yeah, well, again, that all depends on, I guess, where we're at with the whole COVID thing. But like, like right. I said earlier in the podcast, man, this year is about growth, bro. Not just facts. not just individually, but together, man. Basing with the boys is going to grow. It's going to be a good year. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. You've been the best um, co-host. Well, obviously, she's the best co-host. That's my wife. But you, yeah, you're the best. You're I'll the take best third. Been in the basement. No homo. I'll take third seat. That's fine, bro. Congratulations on the pregnancy, man. Um, enjoy, you know, your New Year's, bro. And we'll be back in 2021. Bruh, I'm I'm gonna see I'm gonna see you before 2021. But have a have a good Christmas, good New Year's, and we'll be, we'll be back in the basement ASAP. You too, man. Shout out to all the listeners too. Enjoy your holiday with your family. For sure. Peace, dude. Later, brother.